0: So, hello, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Dwelling with Tactics podcast. Today, uh, we're not going to go through Transcend by Scott Barry Kaufman. I at least think. Maybe I'm going to decide. Well, I'm, I'm going to go through it <laughs> because the whole thing is I do not feel too great today mentally, to be honest. Um, physically, yeah, quite fine. But you know, maybe there is a correlation between those two. I don't really know. And I, by the way, also hope that by Having a microphone like this, it is gonna be even better in terms of the sound quality in terms of what I can get out of it, um maybe just a bit less I don't know. well, I think it should be fine, and I should also sit up a bit um, I at first thought, well, I don't want to go through this more serious book, and I maybe do want to do something rather um delightful or rather um know comedic or whatever you want to call it a bit more um funny than going through a very 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 serious book but but I don't know like in the end in the end I'm gonna have more work just doing something else now than when I'm just sticking to this because um yeah in terms of then um, publishing everything and editing everything and and whatnot it's, it's just gonna be fast if I'm doing it in this way But um, I don't really know where I've stopped. Yeah, I have indeed stopped with healthy selfishness, I guess, I think. And I'm even actually not that sure if this is going to work as I want it to work. And I also don't want to use my phone since I then have to copy the file from there to there and just, you know, have to deal with that shit. And when I'm recording like this, you know, with my rather shitty headphones, then I I do not have to deal with that, do not have to think about that, which is quite the amazing thing. But um, I do have a lot of concerns today, to be honest, Um, about money. I mean, since I'm in my own flat right now, I do think that I might be spending a bit too much money on food, even though I'm trying to restrict myself as much as I possibly can. But I I don't know like there's certain things that i just want to have like i i do want to eat healthy and i do want to um, just also have enough food and i just need quite a lot of food and unfortunately you know i might also be choosing the wrong food there um i might be able to just pick something else and be a bit more satiated it it really is difficult It it really is difficult to deal with things right now because i i feel like that there is always something going on that i that i could be concerned about you know like okay i'm I'm, i don't even want to have a look at my fucking bank account you know because i don't want to see numbers drop period you know i'm I'm working and well i i could work more but in the end it is i don't know like i yeah i mean I, i could just work more which might in the end or overall is gonna make me feel a bit better about things in general Um, but you know I do want to also have some free time and I don't want to necessarily hate my life in these days of work which I do to some degree which is uh, due to me thinking in that way obviously but I also think about me using my computer all day long and I should actually kind of restrict myself from sitting there and and just having this run all fucking day long which I've actually done yesterday quite and, you know, sometimes it is just really unnecessary and it is um, costing me, uh, well, probably a bit of money, I'd say. Anyway, purpose in brackets and it is not the fucking brackets but growth need. Should I actually kind of keep it closer? I should actually check that, you know, in, in which setting, in, in which distance to my mouth um, it is the best to have the microphone. But I think with this setup, it is at least better than just having it dangling on my fucking neck. Even though this is just, you know, really in front of me. You know, maybe I should also do it like this. Then I have to turn this piece of shit. And I don't yet know how to do so. Uh-huh. I could essentially do it like that. And now it is just really in front of me without just being in the way, I hope. I don't know. Anyway, um, the need for purpose can be defined as the need for an overarching aspiration that energizes one's efforts and provides a central source of meaning and significance in one's life. Having a purpose often causes a fundamental recording Uh, I'm sorry, reordering of the most central motives associated with the self. Things that once preoccupied you suddenly cause you a little concern and may even seem trivial. Strengths and personality. In trying to figure out the deeper aspects of yourself that are the best within you, i.e. your best selves, it might be helpful to assess your quote-unquote signature strengths or the particular aspects of your personality that you earn, I'm sorry, yearn, to use that enable authentic expression and that energize you and give you a sense of vitality, these include your various talents and your character strengths, those aspects of your personality that specifically contribute to the good life for yourself and for others and I mean um, it is something that I've just been also trying to cover before, but in the end, we all have strengths, and we all have talents you know they might not be that obvious as for you know for other people um, for example but I um, think that or I actually know that we all are good at something and extraordinarily good at something whatever it might be you know some people are just really compassionate some people are pretty athletic some people um, just know how to to use their hands, you know there is a word for it, but I don't know it and and so on and so forth like it it really is something that we all have it really is something that we all um can do and and we all can um uh can can access and and use to some degree you know some people more and some people less, of course, when you're really athletic, the chances of you making money with this born with talent might be a bit higher than when you're just really compassionate on the other hand being compassionate can be used in various ways whereas being athletic might just only be used in the sense of or in the, in the um, context of sports like you know everything does have um ups and, and downs and all um benefits and and disadvantages quite synergy and isomorphism one major threat was the idea of synergy which fascinated Maslow. It was a term he first learned from his friend and mentor, anthropologist Ruth Benedict, one of the main inspirations for his work on self-actualization because he viewed her as so self-actualizing. Benedict referred to synergetic cultures as those that are holistically structured and function for mutual benefit of the individual and the larger society, which um, if you think about it in the end is kind of the optimal way to just do things in a society like in the end you as an individual can grow but simultaneously the the whole and or the large society is going to benefit from it as well and also in the end it is a win-win in the end it is benefiting everybody. Placing this notion within an organizational context Maslow argued that in an enlightened or you physian workplace meaning an environment uh conductive to self-actualization that which is good for personal development is also good for the company um you know it kind of might be a theme that um <laughs> that is just uh i don't know the fucking word but it's uh, i'm just seeing it everywhere in this book but for the long term yeah obviously it is going to be quite good for the company if um, people develop and are able to develop you know whether it is um, soft skills hard skills whatever it might be um, it is just going to benefit the company long term period it is what it is you know one can't do too much about that but in the short term it might also cost the company a bit more um, in terms of um, giving the employees a bit more time to do so which is obviously going to cost more than because if they spend more time on personal development um, then they do not have as much time they can use for quote-unquote proper work or the work they actually should be doing on the other hand doesn't necessarily have to mean that just because you're working on yourself and you're trying to develop yourself that you're not going to do the work that you are supposed to be doing Um, this really I think evolves and um, just uh, the basis of this whole thing is um, being able to structure things very, very well and, and deal with things very, very well, I would say. Under ideal conditions, there would be isomorphism, a mutual selection between the personal and his self actualizing work, his cause, personality, uh, responsibility, I'm sorry, call, vocation, task, and so forth. That is, each task would call for just. That one person in the world most uniquely suited to deal with it like a key and a lock, and that one person would then feel the mo- the call most strongly and would reverberate to it, be tuned to its wavelengths wavelength, and so be responsive to its call. There is an interaction, a mutual suitability, like a good marriage or like a good friendship, like being designed for each other. Abraham Maslow. Um, I don't know what reverberate means. Echo, re echo, repeat, resonate, resound. I see. Self actualizing work transcends the self without trying to. Self actualizing work is simultaneously a seeking and fulfilling of the self and also an achieving of the selflessness, which is the ultimate expression of real self. The ordinary dichotomy between inner and outer is so resolved, according to Maslow, because the cause for which one works is introjected and becomes part of the self so that's the inner and the outer world fuse and become one and the same self-actualizing people are without one single exception evolved in a cause outside their own skin in something outside of themselves they are devoted working at something something which is very precious to them some calling or vo- some calling or vocation in the old sense they are working at something which fate has called them to somehow and which they work at, and which they love, so that's the work, joy, the economy, in them disappears. So it's just joy, I guess, then in the end, you know. Happiness is a byproduct. I'm also willing to go through that one before healthy transcendence is going to be the next part of it. To muscle those who were most self-actualized pursued their calling, not happiness. Nevertheless, he pointed out that happiness often comes as a result anyway. Happiness is an epiphenomenon a byproduct. Something not to be sought directly, but an indirect reward for virtue. The only happy people I know are the ones who are working well at something they consider important. I'm going to just cover that in a bit. If you deliberately plan on being less than you are capable of being, then I warn you that you'll be deeply unhappy for the rest of your life. You will be evading your own capacities, your own possibilities. Abraham Maslow, the father, reaches of... What? The f- uh, the father. Not father like my dad, but father with an R, father. Reaches of human nature from 1971. In his classic book, Man's Search for Meaning, Frankl wrote, and not Frankl or something, it's Frankl, since it's German, and because he's Austrian, um, wrote pignantly about how he witnessed that the ones who were most likely to survive in the concentration camps were those who believed there was a task waiting for them to fulfill. He argued that those who see a greater meaning in their lives are able to transform a personal tragedy into a triumph to turn one's predicament into a human achievement. Um, And so I do want to hit on this one and on the one thing that I meant before, which is they consider it important they consider something important and i do want to underline consider if you do not consider something to be important then the whole thing is fucked you know it's it's just not working period and this is i don't want to say a problem but this is important to notice and important to think about at least at my point of view and it is something that i've been deeply struggling with for um for as long as i know and you know I don't necessarily know what it might be due to, but I do have a very big problem in seeing reasons, you know, and or importance in what I'm doing, whatever it might be. Besides um, work, then I don't think about that, like actual work, like me just doing my job, you know, that I'm employed for or school things slash university things you know i do consider these two to be of importance when i'm doing the podcast i don't necessarily think this is important it's just something that i do and something that i want to do i don't see any importance in it you know maybe just also because i do not see the benefits that i'm getting out of it you know it's it's for sure not going to be financial it's kind of the opposite you know I'm, i'm actually losing money while doing so you know because of electricity and Whatnot, of course, you know, I, I might be learning a lot, I might be able to spend some time that I would, you know, spend in some other way if I wasn't doing the podcast, you know, probably in a way that is going to serve me even less. But what is going on again, you know? Um, I don't even know if you can hear there, maybe you can, um, anyway, um, and also. Transforming a personal tragedy into triumph by uh, seeing a greater meaning that you have in your life. This is also something that you do by thinking in a different way and by just um, kind of persuading yourself. And it is something that at this point in time, I'm just unable to do. No matter what the fuck I'm doing, I'm always seeing um, the meaninglessness in it. You know, whether it is the podcast, okay, I'm, I'm. doing it and, and i might be learning something by doing it you know i might be able to spend some time and you know just let time pass but um i don't even feel too bad about the podcast you know i also don't feel too bad about designing every day i i did get some client work from there, but um you know when i'm riding my bike when i'm working out whatnot. this is just some things that i that i think are important for me but they aren't important. They really are not. You know, and it's just something that I wanna do and something that I just do, period. You know, it's I don't have to do it, you know. I could also do less. I could also just, you know, not worry about my physique that much as I'm doing at this point in time and I'm um, you know I don't know, like in the end, it might also be able to be boiled down to those fears that I'm having, you know, the fear of, of losing too much money and actually um, yeah because obviously when you move a lot when you work out a lot you're going to be quite hungry and if you also want to build a bit of mass then it's it's going to be kind of costly to do so and also the, the podcast as I said you know it's just costing me quite a quite some money I would say you know and, and all the energy and, and and I don't know if I could be doing something smarter than that I don't know if I could be doing something more important than that but but I don't know, like, it is just very important and worthwhile thinking and and uh, challenging your thinking, you know, challenging your thinking in a way that you actually think in ways that are going to serve you. Because whatever I am doing is for sure not serving me at all. You know, it's, it's um, you know, rather hindering me from actually, you know, first of all, being happy. And then feeling good about myself and feeling good about my life, really. Um, don't do that. Just don't. Think about the, the things that you do. And it is actually also something that my therapist told me. Like, um, there's always multiple ways in, in which you can think about things. You know, when I'm riding my bike and I told him, like, I, I always think that it is quite meaningless, whatever I'm doing, you know. Whatever it might be. He said, you know, at least when you're riding your bike, at least, for example, you're trying to combat boredom. And yes, that's for sure the case. I would be bored if I wasn't doing that. And, you know, probably also with the podcast, you know, I, I might even be a bit unhappy, you know, at least I'm trying to do something. But yeah, in the end, it always boils down to your thoughts and how you view things and this is indeed something to work on and it is indeed something to monitor and it is also indeed something to just change if it is not serving you and something that um one needs to be working on i would say you know it would at least make sense in the end but anyway um the next time we're going to go through healthy transcendence i do hope that i've been able at least to give you something with this podcast episode I don't really know, like numbers are not necessarily going up, which might also be due to my efforts. Um, Yeah, going to see you next time. Bye-bye.